0: Hello and welcome everyone to The Thick of It, a media review podcast. This is our first season, which means it's time to talk about some more Mark Wahlberg movies. I can barely say his name, honestly. You, I think you did that last time, Mark, too, Mike so I, just Wal- to I, keep it up. I probably did. I mean, it's its kind of like I deliver lines just as well as Mark Wahlberg does, so it doesn't oh, really matter. Sheet, like, oh, God. I'm just saying, like, I, I think... Well, I've watched mm, five, six, maybe Mark Wahlberg movies now in a row, like, week to week, and I, I think I've come to a conclusion that I Mark Wahlberg is just a bad actor. He's got the he's same facial good.
1: expression, that's for sure. So I scrunched up uh, half trying to read something for we look. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, even when he, like, he's trying to cry, and then it looks like he's smiling, <laughs> you're like, are you happy about this? Uh, yeah. I looked at that a couple times, I was like, come on, man. What are you doing? It, yeah, it's... This is... I... Okay. Um, so <laughs> I that, really that, have that, issues.
2: That scene where Jack got shot, that dude got shot so many times. Yeah,
0: that shit's haunting. That ever since I watched this movie when I was a kid, I think about that scene all the time. You know? And it bothers the shit out of me.
1: You got something like
0: Especially that. because he like grabs the telephone pole and calls out for his mom. It makes me wanna die.
2: Yeah, it's, it's rough.
1: It makes me sad. I'm like, dude, I don't want to relive this shit. And I
0: watched it, and I was like, oh, my God,
1: what's going
0: on? No. Yeah, yeah. So, if you guys didn't know, uh, this is our, I believe, like, fourth, fifth episode? One, two, three, four. Yeah, our fifth episode. And we are talking about Four Brothers, the 2005 movie starring Mark Wahlberg, Tyrese Gibson, Andre Benjamin, and Garrett Hedlund, uh, which... I, do you think anybody actually calls him Andre Benjamin or they no, just call Andre him like Andre 3000, 3000 or whatever? That right? what are you talking about? Do you think he introduces himself like that at parties though?
1: But he's just he don't have to introduce himself.
2: I would just I would just tell people my name's 3K. They just
1: show up like, "Hey, that's Andre 3000, bro. Look at him." He chilling over there. It's like, "Hi, bro." Guaranteed that's how he shows up to parties.
2: The the almost turn in this of of, of Jeremiah being a bad guy almost killed me.
0: Yeah, it gets very close, and you're like, Jeremiah, what did you do? I love how they look like, to no.
1: really hard, though. They're like, look at him. He's making deals, bro. It's all his fault.
0: Yeah, I I don't really know how I feel about Jeremiah at points and times because he seems somewhat cowardly, but then, like, in a sense, redeems himself. Also, he has a family, so he's got, like, more than enough reason to be, in a sense, cowardly. But uh,
2: Also, yeah. he stabbed that dude to death. Oh, yeah,
0: he kids. fucked I that guy. Kids. <laughs> I got family at home and just stabbed the fuck out of that guy. Do you guys think that he rammed that van on purpose? Or do you think that was on accident? I think he
1: did it on
2: purpose. I think it was on purpose. he was probably I, I thought it minute. was
0: on purpose, but I again, I was like, was that on accident?
2: I mean, it very well could have been an accident, but...
0: That shit was weird. Okay, <laughs> so, four brothers. Uh, let's talk about the summary of this movie. Um, well, actually, I guess what we should do is tell everybody about this podcast. So, like I said, it's our first season. We are basically watching a shitload of really bad Mark Wahlberg movies for the most part <laughs> with the exception of a few. Uh, you know, not Spencer Confidential. So we're going to try to right? get that knocked it's off so the list so in this good. episode. It's the best movie ever. It's so bad. That's why it's and on. we're doing this <laughs> specifically to try to make the definitive top 10 Mark Wahlberg list. I I should say It's not definitively the best Mark Wahlberg movies. It's just the definitive top 10 Mark Wahlberg list.
2: Just the definitive top 10. Here, uh, listen to this on IMDb the taglines Two black people, two black, two white, to avenge their mother, they must unite. Oh my God, this is poetry.
0: Okay. <laughs> Have you black, also seen the like white, user lists that are related lists to IMDB users and one of them's G six, my top hood in Latino gangster movies <laughs> are related to <laughs> four brothers. No, I don't see that, but that's it's hysterical a nice movie. Yeah. Man. It's a good hood movie, bro. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh so let's get into the summary of the movie. After the death of their adoptive mother, Four Brothers return to their childhood home to get some answers and, more importantly, revenge. But as the story unfolds, our unlikely heroes find that this supposed robbery gone wrong is part of a much bigger story, one of extortion, organized crime, and blood. How did you guys, like, rough opinions of uh, Four Brothers chase? What do you think of Four Brothers?
2: I think it's good. do not I don't think it's quite as good as I remember it being, but, you know, I still enjoyed it. Still a okay. good movie.
0: All right.
1: Avery, your rough opinions? Uh, <clears> oh, <throat> it's, it's, I just really like the movie. It's just so much of the ghetto I was growing up into.
0: Okay. You, I, yeah, okay. Uh, for me, yeah, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I, I thought it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed some of the characters and there were some definitely like some funny moments at times. Um, I feel like that, like Mark Wahlberg can't act dramatically, but, I think he can be funny at times, if I'm being honest. Like, the whole hair thing, how that comes up twice, I thought that was so funny. I laughed he, he, so hard.
2: He is pretty good comically, though.
0: Yeah, he's definitely, like, he can be funny. I just don't think he can, like, be a dramatic actor. No, nah, his one-liners Having are, watched are great. These movies. His,
1: uh, yeah, I'd say he's just his one-liners, that he just throws off in the movie, are fucking fantastic. But his acting, yeah, it's really bad
0: i i very much agree so let's talk about some of our favorite moments in this movies before we movies before we break down uh some characters and i don't know maybe we'll sprinkle in some fucking weird shit that i noticed in this movie uh so what were some of your guys favorite moments chase do you have any specific favorite moments you want to talk about um i like the
2: part when uh the two cops are in the car at the beginning and they're like talking shit about him and then and then uh when they get there, uh like when they get in person with the brothers, he like like dabs him up i was like what the fuck
0: i really like since you brought up the two cops in the car i really liked the uh the kind of like rundown that lieutenant green gives uh detective fowler while they're in the car how he like starts to tell them him all about like bobby mercer jack mercer and jeremiah and then of course uh angel isn't there so he doesn't really say much about him until i think later on he tells him that he was like an army he joined the army and stuff like that. I've I very much enjoyed that scene. Uh, Avery, do you have any favorite scenes? I think there was one scene that I've always loved in that
1: movie. It's it's near the end when the uh, when Vic is talking about the mom. And he's like, "You're gonna throw it all away for one stupid old lady." And it cuts to like Andre uh, 3000. He points at him, and the camera angle is just so fucking perfect, and it looks so fluid. And he's like, "Watch your fucking mouth." That is like my most favorite part of this entire movie.
0: I, uh, how did you guys feel about Victor Sweet as, like, a villain? Because he he only is really within the movie for a short portion of time. Like, half the movie for the most part.
2: I don't think it was, like, kind of earned.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, every- I guess
2: he he's a bad guy, but, you know.
0: That's true. Yeah, I mean, especially because, like... Okay, I should say there are some things that I enjoy a lot about Victor sweet when he initially shows up I love the transition because this is immediately after uh, Bobby Jack and Angel go and hunt down the two people who actually murdered their mother which I have I mean, I'll talk about that in a second, but I have really I Have some massive issues with the way that they framed that one dude and it's so annoying but um I guess it actually, it makes sense, but it's fucking weird. Um, and so like right after they go and they kill these two men, they go home and I love that Green goes and talks to him and, and he's talking about like, uh, he specifically says when you knock, I think it's like when you knock on the devil's door, someone's going to answer or something like that. And then immediately it transitions to a scene of Victor Sweet walking into his restaurant. I love that kind of like visual storytelling that it shows that victor sweet like we did not know that he was actually even a character in this but then we find out that he's actually the big bad but i do agree that he doesn't really seem like an earned villain like you find out that he paid these two men to kill their mom but you find that out halfway through the movie and then he doesn't really get fleshed out that much he becomes like more of the stereotypical villain um when jack dies later in the movie and i guess in the imdb trivia it specifically says that in the first uh draft of the movie none of the brothers actually die but in the second draft of the script jack died because they wanted to have uh victor sweet be more of like a villain they wanted the audience to see him as a villain which totally makes sense because i think jack for the most part is like i don't know he's like the little brother he's like the lovable uh brother i guess i i enjoyed most of the characters in general but yeah. i definitely believe that um angel do you or angel oh damn all right <laughs> avery avery what did you feel about victor Sweet as a villain uh so
1: uh real quick thing so like i was talking about like okay so i kind of grew up in the ghetto and you have those typical kind of people that like to hide in the background and don't do much and it kind of reflects very well I think in this story when it comes towards like You know how the big bad guy tells people to do any bosses people wrong cause He's got more money than everybody and he's paying these guys and in the end of the movie You see it where they turn on him over, you know, some chump change. because He's not paying them well and He's not treating them respectfully and that happens all the time like in Vegas when there was like gang stuff out there It happened You know, leaders change all the time, situations change. But most of the time you see one guy running the circus, but he doesn't do anything. He just kind of mitigates stuff left and right, but he really doesn't do anything. He stays hidden and he tries to, you know, basically what we saw with Victor...
0: I actually liked Victor sweet like when he initially showed up in the restaurant and he's talking and he's like, I told you guys to hire outside shooters. Like I wanted them out of town because now we have in town shooters means in town cops. And I don't want to have to deal with that, which also he's got a cop like on his payroll. So it's like, you'd think you'd want in town cops, I guess. But, um, I don't know. I don't understand organized crime for the most part, but I love that. Like his friend, one of his like, um, basically a part of his i guess posse however you'd say it um starts eating and then he takes his food and throws it on the floor and makes him and his wife eat it i was like it kind of painted victor sweet as this like i don't know as an intimidating villain so i was like oh this is exciting but then as the movie went on he kind of fell apart for me when he started like showing that he just disrespects his like it, the people who work for him no matter what like he when he's in that poker game and he starts talking about how he's gonna fuck that dude's wife <laughs> I was like this is so uncomfortable yeah cause he rules I he was, rules I by was fear
1: a- that's why he does like that that's how people get you know the majority of people rule by fear he's got so many other guys on his side so if one of his people act out he could just get all the other three to jump that one person you could constantly see him intimidating his other like policy crew members with the other crew members which I think is super jacked up
0: or he could hire this fucking like black ops team yeah. to, <laughs> just that he just apparently shoot, yeah. like has up his sleeve. Uh, Chase, what were you going to say?
2: I thought, I, th- when that scene where he like made him eat a, bo- eat a- oh, Jesus, okay. came and not talk. <laughs> eat the food off the floor, it was so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, especially when like funny. his wife is like, you can't do that. And he's like, oh, I can't do that? And he's like, bitch, come and eat over here with your man. And like forces her to eat off the floor too. I was like, yep this is uncomfortable that was a baller
1: move that was a fucking power move
0: oh yeah Yeah. super it was and i just really feel like he falls apart for the most part as a villain like he he doesn't kind of stay the course as this menacing person he just seems like a dick like that's kind of the the main issue that i also had with detective fowler because he's kind of like i guess in a way the secondary villain but the whole time he's just an asshole like straight up, how did you go, uh, Chase? How did you feel about Detective Fowler? Uh,
2: hmm, he was kind of a cunt from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but he was in my favorite scene, like my actual favorite scene, when uh, shoot, what's what's his name? Let me see, look real quick. Lieutenant uh, Green. No, when Angel, when oh. Angel like kidnapped him and like brought him into that house was like i'm wearing a wire and shit like that
0: <laughs> yeah and that then,
2: and then and then when they get out he, he, the cops are like what's he doing yeah
0: they're what's, like we're here for you and he's it. like i'm not going down for this and they're like what are you talking, are you talking about, about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was actually my favorite scene because it was like it like it was like humorous but it was also very serious it was i, I really like that scene yeah.
0: i mean i also but really like that i don't scene like because that he of, died uh yeah i mean he gets shot by a like, I guess in a sense, a sniper from like 10 feet away.
1: Yeah, but, it was pretty um, close.
0: But <laughs> yeah, I I liked that scene a lot, mostly because of how it broke down. Because you thought that Sophie, who is like Angel's, uh, Angel's girlfriend at the time, you think maybe she's like ratting him out. Because she's been kind of a like a disturbance to what these brothers are going to do this whole time. And then it turns out that no, that's actually part of the plan. I did like how that unfolded. Uh I, it was uh, the, the
2: the rifle was a was a H and K G three. Sweet. Just so you know. That, that was, that was a I know. It One,
1: goes thing
0: I it goes <laughs> One thing I did want to ask you guys about. One thing I did want to ask you guys about that I find so weird is how Angel sets up that like ambush of Detective Fowler. Did he just like wait around to see some kid? Like, he's just walking around with a box of candy bars to give to a kid. You know,
2: that was also kind of uh, you.
0: You see, kid, <laughs> you, you get, trust me, kids get kidnapped every day. You think this is any different? I don't think it's any different. That's what I'm saying is the angel totally pulled, like, some serious child molester shit. That he's like gave hey, in the boy. $20 and some, some candy? Babe Ruth. It's not all <laughs> angels fault. <laughs> I would, too. (laughs) (laughs) Avery's like, some baby roost. That's a box of baby roost, Avery. It wasn't some. Those shits are gross. Who's gonna fucking eat
1: those?
2: Yeah, but you're getting 20 bucks, bro. Fuck it. True.
0: I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. I also love when that kid goes to Detective Fowler's door. The kid, like, knocks on the door, and Fowler's like, yeah, and he takes one of them and just closes the door. a fucking (laughs) asshole. He doesn't, like, pay him for it. He just takes it. Get out of here.
2: (laughs) He's a cop, Vaughn. What
1: are they gonna do? Call the cops?
2: He could kill. He could kill every cop in the station and blame it on Angel, and they'd <laughs> still believe him.
0: Yeah, dude, that guy is like seemingly hardcore racist. Because oh, even homie. when he like shoots Green, oh, wow. he says there are two black males that shot him. And I was like, really?
1: Racial profiling is a thing, <laughs> though. It's more likely I, that I'm not two saying black it's males not. will
0: do that and run away. that shit was just so weird i i do like one of my favorite scenes in the movie is actually when they're like when green goes to actually talk to fowler while they're in that bar and green's like so nice to him and everything and he's like hey what's up and you start kind of talking to him of course we as the audience know that lieutenant green has figured everything out he knows everything but fowler doesn't he's all being nice and he does that weird thing where he's like i think your pool cue is crooked he's like nah it's fine for me and, he, and then he just cracks him in the fucking leg
1: <laughs> He keeps like hinting to it like he knows he's like it's crooked you know it's not it doesn't seem boy, it's the weight's kind of off it's kind of you know messed up and the other guy's like it's whatever bro then yeet
0: yeah he cracks him in the leg and the weirdest part i find about this movie in general is just the utter lack of witnesses or like the utter lack of police work mostly because like they never really catch the four brothers for doing anything even though literally just ask anyone who's around they are not like they're not fucking stealthy at all and fowler like walks out of a bar Immediately behind Green, like yelling at him, shoots him, and then like blames it on some other people. Which I guess, I mean, in a sense, that could check out, but you'd think like some other detective would just ask the fucking bartender about it because Green had just cracked this dude in the fucking leg with a pool cue and nothing happens.
2: Yeah, it was pretty fucked up
0: that shit's so weird but i guess that does like kind of back up detective fowler's point where he says that he could kill all those cops and he just have to blame it on like some black dude and they would believe it that kind of like backs up his point i guess is that he kills green blames it on like just no one he literally just says that there were like multiple uh like people who shot him and then totally gets away with it that's just so weird um so some of my favorite scenes in this movie some of the things I really enjoyed were the like the I really like the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dinner scene where they sit down to eat Thanksgiving dinner and each of uh, Jerry, Angel, and Jack see uh, Evelyn Mercer, their mom, at the end of the table. Which I really liked. like. I Reading in the trivia, they actually pointed out and each of them sees Evelyn because they've dealt with her death in some way. But uh, Bobby is the only one who hasn't. And he's actually the only one who's there to like, he deliberately says that he's there to avenge his mom's death. Like, he even tells the cops that, which I'm like, what? You, you can't
1: really get somebody on that if you say that. If I'm here to avenge my mom's death. Doesn't mean you've technically done anything. Yeah,
2: and then a bunch of people die.
1: <laughs> I don't th- I think yeah. there's substantial evidence, though. He didn't say he was going to kill people. He just said he was
0: there to yeah, avenge it's mom's just, death.
2: It's just <laughs>
0: really funny. It just makes him, like, their first suspect. They're like, all we'd have to do, I don't know why they don't just tail Bobby Mercer literally that's all they'd have to do is follow him around and he kills like five people in this fucking movie
1: well it, the reason why like a lot of stuff i feel like is off too like there's not cops investigating there's not like a lot of stuff going on you could tell that racial profiling profiling is really like a thing it's because like i'm pretty sure that movie came out what like 2005 ish so the pop yeah, it was culture about that time yeah, people still had like big chains baggy clothes is a soldier boy and at that time a lot of police didn't do their jobs they were more like too much paperwork to do for somebody that shot somebody ran away we don't have substantial evidence to hold that person why do the paperwork and a lot of cops at the time kind of just swept it under the rug so when shit would go down they're like oh well, it's a black neighborhood somebody got shot probably just another drug deal
0: let's not go through the hassle to go down there and do this paperwork we'll clean it up in the morning I for the most part would believe that if they weren't constantly checking in on these Mercer brothers and they'd be like, "Hey, these two dudes died. We know you did it." and shit like that. Like they do very little to actually try to catch the Mercer brothers, which I guess is probably um it's probably chalked up to Lieutenant Green like seemingly having a relationship with these brothers. Like but you'd think I guess Detective Fowler would actually like betraying them and stuff like that because he later we learned that he works for Victor sweet and he's actually like deliberately kind of the cause of their mother's death so that's just really weird but um back to the, like that Thanksgiving dinner scene I really enjoyed that mostly because it has like a great payoff at the end of the movie where oh, after goodness. everything has gone down Bobby finally sees her and I was like okay that kind of got me like I I don't think Mark Wahlberg is a good dramatic actor, but in that moment, I was like, "Okay, that got me." Like that was pretty fucking sad, yeah, it and that was I love like, it. I love
1: it. good. Them feels.
2: I love it at, at the Thanksgiving when uh, they're sitting there eating and uh, and she goes, "Angel, another tattoo," and he like covers it up a little bit, and she goes, <laughs> "You should check out mine." <laughs>
0: yeah, that's so interesting. Like it. I I don't know what we don't get to see very much of uh, Of their mom, but I would like to think that that's exactly how she was and like stuff like that because she talks to each One of them very intimately. Um, I do want to criticize IMDb trivia though because she obviously like very heavily uh, Borderline actually talks about it and in IMDb trivia They're just like basically if you didn't catch it uh, Evelyn Mercer heavily implies that Jack was like was sexually, like, he was molested as a child, and I was like, yep, she almost says it. Yeah, she does the open
1: hands thing. That's what that's for, like, uh... Yeah,
0: and she she says, like, I know some bad things happened to you in homes before you came to me, and it's like, oh, okay, I also love that, like, jack kind of at that time like i actually think that uh what's his name i honestly gotta find it uh garrett hudland or headland um however you're supposed to say it i think that he is actually a pretty good actor especially in that moment when he like kind of refuses to look at her and he like stares kind of to the side i thought that was a really nice moment and his like eyes started to to well up with tears i really liked that that whole like thanksgiving scene was really nice and then of course like when it comes to bobby's turn bobby like looks at the chair and then is like let's go play fucking hockey he like kind of refuses to deal with her death which i really enjoy mostly because it ends up like culminating in that moment at the end um i also really enjoyed um and this is gonna sound kind of fucked up but I enjoyed that in the beginning of the movie, we as the audience didn't actually see Evelyn die. We just like it, uh, we see that they like notice her in a sense. And then, like, it goes outside of this convenience store and you see two shots. I was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. And then later on, we see it with these four brothers, like, on the security tape. I, I kind of enjoyed that they saved it until then. So, we got to see how the brothers reacted to that moment, seeing their mom die. And we got to react seeing it at the same time. Like, I kind of enjoyed that everyone got to see that at the same time audience and brothers included yeah um so um i've also got on here i love the like the relationship between sophie and angel i find it so interesting (laughs) (laughs) they were like young lovers
2: and now they're
0: yeah yeah they're like young lovers that are like seemingly dysfunctional especially like one of my favorite moments between the two of them and it's not the washing machine which i also thought was hilarious (laughs) I loved that. (laughs) She's like sitting on the washing machine. That guy comes and she's like, what the fuck? And it's like right after that where he's trying to talk to that insurance guy. And he's like, okay, let's talk about this outside. And then he just like closes and locks the door behind her. And she's like basically in her bra and panties and like a coat. I thought that was so funny. And she's like, what the fuck, Angel? And like yelling at him through the glass. (laughs) (laughs) He just doesn't give a shit. (laughs) their relationship is so interesting Um, I actually kind of wish so in the IMDB trivia they have that they cut out um, that the director ended up cutting out a scene where like during this gunfight between all of these like seemingly highly trained people and the brothers in this house um there was supposed to be a scene of like angel carrying sophie upstairs and putting her in the bathtub like kind of showing that he really cared for her i wish that scene still happened they seemingly cut it for time but i would like to see like the other side of that relationship where it's not just like seemingly like lust and this dysfunctional relationship but also showing that angel really cares for her I kind of wish we would have seen something like that because I did actually really like them mm. Um, I've got like a bunch of different scenes on here that I really <laughs> liked uh green in the bar actually i guess i've already talked about most of them um i love the okay this is the last one i actually have on here before we could talk about some of the characters in depth um i really liked the kind of like running joke about finding a hair on the dead bodies i already talked (laughs) about this one
1: (laughs) (laughs) I found your hair on his body and he was just starts laughing because he knows it's not like actual evidence
0: Yeah, it was especially funny because in the like earlier in the movie, they like Green and Fowler come with it. And he's like, I forget what he says. The only way you'd have to like find my hair on that dead body is he says some weird fucking shit. Like, he, he basically accuses them of planting it, and he's like, I know that that's not my hair. Like, there's no way that that's my hair. And then, in the end, they try to pull it on him again, and I love that he just looks at it and fucking hysterically laughs, and his teeth are all bloody and everything. That shit's so funny. I also love that, like, in that whole scene where the cops are, like, trying to interrogate them at the end, that they all pull out that same story, that they, like, fuck their wife or they fuck their mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh shit! yeah that these like four brothers seemingly have it rehearsed to just talk about this fucking shit uh well, so even I-
2: even even when uh when I, one of the times when he shows up and he goes you know where i got this this hair and he goes your wife's tit <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was a comical response
0: <laughs> yeah the hair thing is so funny i i really love that um so I did want to ask you guys real quick. How did you guys watch this? Did you watch it on Amazon Prime? Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay, you, okay. Definitely, you could plead the fifth on this I one, Avery. Oh, <laughs> are, you, are you gonna plead the fifth as well, Chase? Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, I guess I'm the only one. For free online. Google search. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I paid for it on Amazon Prime and Amazon like has it to where you can uh initially when you search for brothers, it has like the four dollar winner it's like five dollars it's like hd and i was like huh whatever i'll check out the buying o- or the more payment options because i was actually trying to figure out how to switch the cards on there so it stopped charging a credit card and it just charged my debit card um but i couldn't figure it out so i like clicked on more buying options and saw that there's like a standard edition that you can rent and watch yep do not do it don't. Did you do it? Yes. <laughs> it was cheaper, so I was like, "Oh, I'll do that." Like it's four dollars versus two ninety nine or whatever. It was like a couple dollars difference, and I was like, "It really can't be that bad." Like I watch movies in standard edition all the time because I own a shitload of this like came DVDs. Two thousand
1: five. You gotta remember that.
0: That's yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, it did. It came out in two thousand five, but that's not my problem with this. It's th- my problem with this is not actually the visual fidelity. Of the movie which I guess at times is actually pretty bad especially in the scene where Angel and Bobby are beating those two like the the two guys in the El Camino that actually killed their mom like you can't see anything in that scene it's I I don't know if you guys could see it but I literally couldn't yeah, see anything see. well you couldn't really see
2: anything I mean it was pretty dark in that scene anyway. and most of the time yeah you're I looking
1: was at, uh...
0: Jack yeah Jack you're I was like wondering if that play. was on, on if it was like deliberate, like if that was on purpose. That's not really my issue with the standard edition. My issue is that at times the standard edition would act like if I if I was watching a scratched DVD where like it would pop <laughs> at times. Jeez, and like they just ripped it you know from a DVD honestly it (laughs) seems like it there's definitely some fucking like torrent shit that amazon did with this like four brothers edition in standard uh Mm. so like you know how when you'd watch dvds or like old vhs uh you'd like pause it or fast forward or something and you'd get that like silver line across your screen oh yeah it did that and i was like what the fuck is happening i'm streaming this really that's interesting yeah, it was some weird shit. And if people are thinking it's my TV, it's absolutely not because I've watched four movies in the past fucking day, and not a single one has done it other than fucking it, Four Brothers. It looks. I it think
1: because they probably very ripped good. It from the VHS rather than the DVD.
2: It looked very good on the website I was using. Same on the very credible <laughs> website I was using.
0: Yeah, you're you're trying your hardest not to uh, not not to say. <laughs> what the website is? It was a very <laughs> credible website that I was using. You're like it was. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what it is, but it, it was Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's definitely what I watched it on. Hundred percent. I paid for it. Didn't. That's <laughs> what uh, it was. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pull that like maximum fence sitting technique. Just like yeah. I kind of you know. I watched
1: it by Broke's, by
0: internet. The new streaming service. Something I want to ask you guys about, and this might just be like me not understanding, I guess, larger cities and tall buildings. But, um, when Jack, uh, Bobby, and Angel pursue Damien into that building, and it's like his apartment building, and he just has, like, I swear, like a mile of rope to get out of his building. Yeah, just chilling. Is that normal? Or. Well, that was so weird to me. I was like, who just has that much rope?
1: But he's in the ghetto. You see they probably save money by not building fire escapes. Bro, I had
0: to have an out. Well, that's what I was wondering, if that's an actual thing. That if people, like, in like uh, certain buildings in like Brooklyn and stuff where this is if they actually had rope because I was like that would be kind of interesting but for me like not knowing that I'm like why does this guy have the most rope you can humanly have like he's like my d d character how I always had fucking <laughs> rope
1: <laughs> I think it's just ghetto. For no it's just reason. ghetto tactics. Like when I, uh, when I had to live when I was living in Vegas, and like I would go to the dollar store to buy, you know, the broom handles, not the broom, just the broom handle. Take it home, break it in half, and jam it in my window so nobody can get in through my window. It's just tactics. I mean, you just got to learn when you grow up, and I'm pretty sure he learned just how to tactics. escape from a window. And my favorite part about that situation is when he's like, "Get him! I got something for your ass," and he throws his dogs out, and then they, like. He starts shooting the dogs. No, don't shoot my dogs. Why are you doing that? She was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, was what like, do you what expect?
0: <laughs> I, I'm i so glad that you guys brought that up because I thought the exact same thing. I was, I was, like, I was like, they're okay? eating him. Yeah. What do you think he's going to do? <laughs> um. That shit's so weird. Also, one of the, another weird thing that I want to talk about is what is up with the soundtrack in this movie? I swear to God, it's all like a 70s porn soundtrack. (laughs) And then when it like randomly switches to real songs, it does it so abruptly. It doesn't do like a fade or anything or like it's like they didn't know how to use actual audio transitions. And instead, it's just like, and then it's like, it just is so abrupt. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I don't understand. Oh, yeah. But really what I want to talk about is just how much I hate the music cues in this movie. They're not good. But I guess that was actually on purpose because it's like uh, the director. I saw an IMDb trivia, which is actually good for this movie. There's like one or two things that I think is really stupid. But um, there was one of them where the director is actually talking about how that was on purpose. They use these like older songs to really pull this. Like I think it was called the Dark Days of Motown vibe. I'm not 100% sure, but do not enjoy it. <laughs> not very good. Um, you were about to say something, Chase. What were you going to say?
2: I don't think I was going to.
0: Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I don't know. The, the I'm just, just, just feels
1: like it describes the ghetto pretty well. I feel like it does.
0: Okay. (laughs) I wouldn't know. Um, So I'm basically, if you guys didn't notice, I'm trying to get my weird moments and shit out of the way before we talk about the characters because I realize 90% of them have nothing to do with the characters. It's just the weird shit. Uh, So another one, the kid in the the department store in the beginning, he steals a Tootsie Roll. Did you guys happen to see where he stole it from? The front counter. Yeah, literally right next to the fucking cashier. yeah
2: Yeah, that's why he got caught Vaughn
0: okay yeah I guess I'm just judging this kid for being the worst fucking thief on earth the worst criminal you've ever seen (laughs) yeah and they were like they're literally rows that he could hide behind he was shorter than the rows and he could have stolen something but he stole a tootsie roll from literally like the guy I swear to god it's kind of like in Skyrim where you're like watching somebody and you're like going to steal it and they're just looking at you and you're like I don't know how I'm hidden, but sure. Okay. Or, like, I, I feel like you could have, like, popped a, this kid, like, tried to put a bucket over the guy's head and then tried <laughs> to steal the Tootsie Roll. We've all done with it. With Vaughn's yeah.
1: logic and, like, his overthinking on this little situation, I know who I'm taking on a and e with me now.
2: Vaughn's like, the door wasn't at that angle when we got here.
1: <laughs> well, going to overanalyze the situation, but we'll get away scot-free. Thanks to Vaughn putting a bucket over somebody's head you're welcome (laughs) um
0: speaking of i actually there's another part in that scene that i wanted to talk about and i wanted to get you guys' opinions because it's obvious that i overanalyze stuff hardcore especially when i'm not supposed to um so when the two robbers show up they shoot that guy like they take all the money they shoot that guy we find out later on that this was all like a paid hit they were meant to kill evelyn that was very like specifically shown that as she pulled up they pulled up in the shot was definitely like trying to to uh like put in the audience's mind that they were there for nefarious means seemingly or at least for evelyn um and so they like pull up they come in they ask the guy for all the money they take all the money they shoot him and then she like whimpers and they seem surprised that she like whimpers do you guys think that that was on purpose or was that just like some weird shit? I think that was just some weird shit. I think cuz I, I I initially thought it might be well I I thought it was just some weird shit but then later on I thought it might be on purpose because they knew the camera was there and they were trying to sell it as if it was a robbery oh, and not, not an assassination? Oh, not actors though. Oh, I know. Well, I mean. <laughs> you know. Y- yeah, this is definitely possibly just uh- I guess this is me reading into it in a in like helping the movie, but yeah, that shit was just weird. <laughs> because I was like, you were there to murder her. How are you surprised that she's there?
1: I think they were just making their rounds on where she normally goes, and then they just ended up
0: finding her there. I
1: don't know. Because they well, they, they pull up, up right, right behind
0: right her. her. They see her get out of her car. True. Yeah. They know she's there, <laughs> and then she like whimpers, and they're like, "Someone's here." They're like, must have been the wind kind of a thing. And then, <laughs> like, they go and, they go and, like, kill her, which was super sad. Uh, but still, like, that shit was so weird. I was like, why do you look surprised? When I was younger
1: and I saw that scene, I always knew something was off about the scenes. Because, like, if they, they shot home in the chest and then when they found, heard her, that they went over there and they shot her, they shot her twice. I was like, that's overkill for an old lady. There's no way you're not doing that just to, as a robber. You're, like, legitimately going to overkill someone.
0: Yeah, seemingly like when we see the when we actually see the her being killed later on in the security camera I think each of them take a shot but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I guess one of the bits of trivia was that that scene where we actually see her die was meant to be much more like in a sense graphic. It was supposed to have a larger, like billowing a bit of smoke come off her body for when she got shot. But the director, uh, I think his name is I have it here. uh, John Singleton apparently like kind of took that in uh, and kind of downplayed it because he thought it might be too hard for audiences to handle. Handle, which i thought was kind of interesting um she's an old lady but yeah. of
1: course what the hell interesting but this old lady got shot
0: <laughs> oh no it's just like i i don't know you'd kind of think that they would want it to be hard for them to handle so you'd hate these people more oh, and true. you'd hate victor sweet like just like how they killed off jack just so that you'd hate victor sweet That's true. so like They go hard in one at one time, but not hard at another it's that's just me being weird But also how did you guys like this like how every the two times that it shows? I guess technically three if you can't the chase scene But the two times that it introduces these two guys that like killed their mom it Very heavily focuses on that one dude's goatee. I was like, okay Well, I I get that we're supposed to notice it but then they deliberately call it out later on when the brothers show up and they're like, yeah, it's supposed to be a guy with a goatee. And this guy has the weirdest fucking goatee I've ever seen in my life. Like straight out of like 2005, fucking...
1: maybe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this is like some Egyptian shit. This guy's got a pharaoh goatee. He has a bead in it, Avery. Yeah, that's the you tell style me... for that time, bro. In 2005? I'm going to look yeah. up 2005 goatees. If I don't see a single one with a bead in it, I'm going to put a bead in your ass. Ooh, we're getting weird now. Thank God. I was waiting for it. 2005 <laughs> goatees. <laughs> okay, like, fucking... That's not even a goatee. That's just a mustache. I don't think Google actually understands what goatees are. Nope. That's a beard. Okay, it, this was a I don't mistake. I know.
1: The time at the time was weird, bro. <laughs> you would wear a fucking chain that had a fucking spinner on it. Like, life was... All about
0: doing the soldier boy, man. Okay. Doing the
1: soldier boy. <laughs> Crank that's soldier
0: the weirdest boy. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I also yeah, really I, love.
2: I typed in. I typed in 2005 goatee. And I'm just getting beards. <laughs> yeah, and like mustaches and shit.
1: There's like very few people who we have a goatee. we were still working out the kinks in
0: 2005. <laughs> the only one I saw with a goatee was like Robert Downey Jr. from Iron Man. And I was like, that's a goatee. That checks out. Everything else, that's a mustache. That's a beard. What the fuck? But. It just felt like they were something... winging
1: it the whole time when the brothers were going somewhere, like, hey, just look at this dude with afro. Fuck it. You know? Half the time, that's what they were just doing. And I think that's what they were doing there.
0: Yeah. It's more like a beard um, than a
1: goatee, so you're right.
0: So here's another, like, weird thing I wanted to point out. And I want to see if you guys noticed it too, or maybe it was just my standard edition shitty one on, <laughs> ne- or on uh, Amazon. But when. So when Jack gets shot and then they turn and go to shoot at Bobby Bobby hops behind the brick wall Did you guys notice that the brick wall actually flexes with him like it's not actually a brick wall But it's like a piece of plastic or something like
2: I didn't notice that
0: (laughs) No, okay. I this might just be like the shitty standard edition I watched but I did it twice just to check it out because when i first saw it i was like what the fuck was that i was like brick doesn't move and then i rewinded it and watched it again and when he jumps in it like moves Dude, like that breakaway it's so weird stuff,
1: that breakaway foam kind of stuff
0: i have no idea maybe maybe it's something like that maybe it's like um in sets they often have walls that they can take out yeah. maybe it was like a a wall that they could take out so it kind of like moved as he jumped into it but this was also like it was mostly filmed in a couple of different houses i guess and stuff like that but i imagine still some of it was done on a set so yeah um uh then of course i have how are the how are there never any witnesses to these crimes because literally they just do this shit out in the open ain't nobody gonna sleep, that bro? fucking.
2: <laughs> that fucking shootout dude
0: oh yeah that's their house that's fucking like crazy
1: fuck? yeah
0: they like i i love how those two guys are like i think they say uh the jackhammer and they just start shooting that one section of brick and it starts to like break through i actually About really thought that was time. cool that was that was pretty interesting. Um, Oh, and yeah, they were just I got spraying
2: into this brick wall. And it's like, just fucking shoot
0: a centralized area. Mm-hmm. Come on. Uh, So, how about we actually, like... How did you guys... I, I don't have on here any of my favorite moments that have to do with that scene specifically. But how did you guys kind of... I, I know we roughly went over it. But how did you guys react to Jack's death in it? Like, how he kind of, like... Uh, The guy walks in and throws a snowball at him and says your mom's a whore and like walks away and then Jack tries to get a snowball to throw it back at him which I love that like Jack's character is kind of like he's like the kid who wants to be like his badass older brothers he's kind of a poser like he he's not. He's not really badass. He's kind of like the lover, I guess, in a sense. But um, so he chases him down like he's going to kick his ass and he even says he's going to. And then the guy just turns around with a hockey
2: of, mask on.
0: Yeah. And shoots him in the shoulder, which was fucking crazy. And then the brothers like I, I love how the brothers notice right then when Jack isn't there. They're like, where the fuck is Jack? And they run outside just like in time to see him get shot. And they run, try to run to him, but then those two vans pull up and start like basically like shooting at them, and they riddle Jack with bullets. They shoot him well, like. Did you, did you the, know?
2: Bob, did you notice Bobby came out with his shotgun like he was ready to go?
0: No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, Mm-mm.
2: yeah, like w- w- was like, "Where's Jack?" And they all start running out, and it shows him running out, and he had his shotgun in his hand. I was like, "Oh, this dude's always fucking strapped up."
0: <laughs> Bobby just has a, like, duct tape to his back. He's like, I'm always yeah. strapped. I'm always ready for a fight. No, I, I like didn't notice that.
2: Like he's fucking diehard?
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, And then, like, I... I I hate like it really bothers me, but I also really loved that throughout that fight as like the four brothers Well, not really Jeremiah for the most part, with the exception of stabbing that one guy. But as like Angel and as um as Bobby are really fighting for their lives and like shooting these people who I swear to God, 90 percent of them aren't wearing any sort of like tactical vest, but they have amazing guns, which I thought was so weird for some reason <laughs> and unlimited <laughs> ammo. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, L2, L2, left, right, left, right, triangle. Basically, but they're like, forgot to put on the, like, max health cheat. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I just, the thing I hate about that scene so much, and it's
2: not, it's not like about performance or anything. It's just like, why, how, or like, how the fuck did Jack survive that many shots?
0: Um, yeah, like, I or, guess most or, of or them were I in missed, his legs. Just
2: straight look. Am I missing this? Because he got riddled.
0: Yeah, like, they they shoot him like once in the uh they shoot him shoulder. once in the shoulder and then I guess um they had rigged his legs up in production to have 10 different squibs meaning that he was going to get shot 10 different times but the majority of them in his legs I guess but only four of them went off but still it's like yeah, he survives quite a long time well, I, having been shot I think he only gets
1: shot like like once in the like shoulder and then what was it, like twice in the back I think
0: he gets shot at least then, like four when times. because they, sh- when they come four out squids with the squishy
1: and they start shooting, you see it goes off in his legs mostly. The majority was his legs keeping him from running away. But then he just starts he is bleeding out the entire fight. And you can see how long the fight is going. So like you he could have been saved if they had gotten him to the hospital within, you know, that like the majority of that time. I do but I do love starts- how
2: angels like Angel's like uh, he's like Sophie, pass me the gun. Yeah, and she slides <laughs> and she two of them over to him. Two over. I was like, oh shit. And I love how her real name is Sophia. There's like just take the A off, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I love that too so much. Uh, so much so that when I was trying to look up her name and it said Sophie, I didn't believe it. I was like, IMDb, are you just fucking with me right now? <laughs> is this like some yeah. Wikipedia shit? And then like throughout it, it, kept saying Sophie, and I was like, I swear to God. If it's not Sophie, (laughs) I'm going to kill someone. But uh, throughout that fight, they keep actually like they have these different shots of when like Bobby's cowering behind the brick wall because they're just riddling it with shots. Angel's kind of ducked behind. uh, He's he's hunkered behind a wall upstairs. And then they move back to shots of like Jack just sitting there kind of calling out because he's in so much pain. Screaming his mouth. Uh, That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. He he
1: is amazing at that. Like that really like fucks me up.
2: Him dying, really good at it. It's probably the best acting in this movie, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I actually think Andre 3000 did really well.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially in that scene where they, like, confront Jerry and they have him on the ground. And they, like, basically tell him that they think he had something to do with their mom's murder. And he, like pushes uh bobby away and then punches angel and he basically rips him a new one and he's like you think i had something to do with this because i made a couple payments he's like i made all i paid all her bills i'm the one who's been taking care of her while you guys like ditched her basically kind of technically he was part of the reason she died yeah yeah Yeah. when you come down to it you're like (laughs) i guess you didn't deliberately have anything to do with it but yeah because you're like i i in a sense it's kind of like no good deed goes unpunished because he tries to do the good thing and not get in deep with these like this basically like mob in a sense and then like he loses his mother and brother because of it it's it's pretty sad um but yeah i really i really loved that that gunfight with the exception of i yeah i still throughout my life think about fucking uh Jack dying and I'm like that it like haunts me. But it, Jack
2: getting riddled. It, uh it yeah. makes
0: me angry. I mean, it's- the thing I'm most angry about is when they finally run over to his body and Mark Wahlberg's supposed to be crying, but I swear to God he's on the like yeah, brink he's of not laughing. Very,
1: he's not very good at crying.
0: it's just, Yeah, when just fucking like Garrett
2: Garrett puts his goddamn soul into dying. Mark Wahlberg can't even take it seriously.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shit. And then later on, like after, <laughs> after we see, uh, Jack's, we see Jack's funeral, which no one's at other than the brothers. And then it's like, we also see, uh, Lieutenant green's funeral, which like everybody's at cause he's a police officer. Um, but then there's the scene where like, uh, Bobby is sitting at the table and there's no actual sadness on Mark Wahlberg's face. His face is just wet, like he had cried. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't look sad. Wet. Nah, I feel yeah, that, his face though. just you know, looks just wet.
1: Angry, he's like that. He's like angry cry.
0: He doesn't even have that. There's no emotion. It looks True. like somebody just spit in his eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: like, I need an. Uh, he's like, he's like, where's the lubricator? Loop up my face.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it looks like they just like squirted in an entire thing of eye drops in his face, and then he's just like, they're like now. Okay, Mark actually act this time and he's like oh man I'm so sad and you're like nope that's not it 100% not it it seems like they possibly did like 45 takes and they're just like okay it's impossible to get Mark to do something dramatic let's just move on like he looks like he's gonna laugh let's just move on okay (laughs) so let's let's get into these characters now how did you guys uh, Chase how did you feel about Bobby Mercer as a character this is um, played by Mark Wahlberg
2: I think that He was cool, but I don't think he was as, like, okay, when I say cool, I mean, like, a badass, you know? Yeah. I just don't think he was as badass as I wanted him to be.
0: That kind of checks out, because he, I, I don't know, he doesn't do, yeah, it's just. Because he's supposed to be, like, the family badass,
2: even though, uh, fucking Angel was in the military, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, he was in the army.
2: Yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I just don't think he was as badass as he, like, should have been
0: yeah that i i feel kind of the same in a sense like they do definitely i guess like they play up bobby mercer so much more than he actually is and he's totally like they say it pretty pretty much from the
2: get-go that he's just kind of a piece of shit
0: yeah and he Mm. just likes to brawl with people like he just punches the shit out of people he also has this weird thing about gasoline Like, where he just pours gasoline on on people. He even
1: says it a few times. He's like, people don't want to get burned alive, so fuck it. It works. (laughs) Fair, dude. That would be one of the worst ways to die. It's the aphrodisiac of
0: fucking dying. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It (laughs) fucking checks out. Like, I wouldn't want to be burned alive, (laughs) but I love that he keeps doing it. That's, like, his interrogation technique is to just pour gasoline on people and say he's going (laughs) to light them on fire. And I love that, like... Initially when it shows that where they're like Jack you can hold the like the gasoline canister and you get this like you get You're uh, with that. Yeah, he well, I forget what he gives him. It's like a, a crowbar or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like then they go iron. like Yeah, a tire iron. that's what it is And then they go into that like that party place and they're all like police and they start like yelling like they are police officers and when they get to the end of it they like pour gasoline on that one guy and I love that uh angel is like talking to that girl and he's like go sit down and she's like it's warm over here and he's like go fucking sit down and then as she sits down he pours gasoline <laughs> <Yeah>. on her <laughs> that's such move. a dick you
1: gotta, move you gotta keep him in fear bro you gotta keep him checked
0: ah uh, it was just and yeah the gasoline just keeps coming up they're like and then he gives that lawyer a pink belly like later on <laughs> yeah. it. look it leaves a handprint it's like an indian burn. <laughs> this shit hurts I, I don't doubt funny. that it oh, hurts. Oh, believe me, I have older brothers. I know it hurts. You yeah, know. that shit was just so
1: funny. I'm the older he's brother, like- so I do that shit to Baron, my younger brother, Baron Tony.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just seemed very restrained in that one moment where he's like, I'm not going to threaten to burn you alive. I'm just going to give you a pink belly. He's just an old dude. He <laughs> didn't really hurt him. <laughs> that shit was so funny uh so for bobby mercer specifically i have on here that mark Wabrick's performance was serviceable uh yet whenever he's meant to show real emotion such as the death of jack he does very little to sell the actual sadness like he doesn't look sad at all but i do think for the most part he is like he's good like, he, he seems like he's... It's it's
2: probably his best performance that we've seen so far, which is not really saying a whole lot. So when I don't it know, comes dude.
0: His, the uh, other guys, bro.
1: Like, when, I, when <laughs> it comes to, like, him, like, crying and stuff and not really showing too much emotion, I don't know. I feel like that was, like, as an older brother, that's your burden. It's like you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to be, like, overly upset half the time. So when he was, like... I, I understand. We could all chalk it up to bad acting because as we've seen well before. no they, it's not the they do have I think that i, understand but, that. I like, think i understand that because i'm the older brother and i honestly me and my brothers kind of grew up like this even when i answer my phone i still call my brother gay and stuff call him a fairy stuff like that we joke like that and watching this movie me and my brothers really like watching movies because that's kind of how it is like between us in when you're the older brother you gotta like keep a strong face and like when family members pass away i can't be expected to cry so, I gotta be like this strong, you know, silent type and be like, hey, everything's be okay. I'm not allowed to cry. Yeah, I, I, I,
2: I understand that too.
0: Yeah, but it's definitely like, like the. It's like a actor. moment you don't want
2: to you don't want to show a moment of weakness. Yeah. Yeah. The criticism you, you of like, for everyone like
0: Mark Wahlberg being sad isn't that Bobby Mercer shouldn't be sad. It's just that Mark Wahlberg didn't sell it because they do even like specifically bring it up when like Bobby is crying in the bathroom when they first get back to their house and he like dries his face and everything and then he walks out to sit with Jack and he accuses him of crying. I did that when my
1: uncle passed away. Brother, I walked. My brother was like, he was like really like crying, and I walked in there. I was like, hey, fag boy, why are you in here crying for? And I, I honestly, like, really felt that because that actually happened with me, my brothers, my uncle passed away. It, I don't know, it's just how it is, I guess, when you're, yeah,
0: child. it's. We're not criticizing the character. It's just no. Mark Wahlberg doesn't sell it very well. I feel like he, he, he does
1: with his bad acting. It fits well with you know <laughs> the responsibility of the older brother, the burdens, all that. I feel like the bad acting goes pretty well with that.
0: <laughs> I love how you even say it's bad acting. It <laughs> is, but it fits you're like the in a sense well. trying to defend it. I'm not, but you're still I'm, saying in it's bad sense, acting. Though, it
1: does fit what's going on. It fits the tone <laughs> of what's going on.
0: You're like it's so meta. He's like, he's so he's bad selling he's this performance good. by being so bad. <laughs> um, I do actually love that Bobby Mercer is this like <laughs> older brother that gives like the other shit, and he does seem to have that like that burden of being the oldest. Whereas like Angel is more of like the goofy kind of brother. He he gets to be that like middle child, and Jerry is also like I'm assuming the second oldest, but it doesn't really like address it for the most part. Yeah, because um, Jack's the baby. Yeah, where he's like very serious and then Jack, yeah. I think
1: Jeremiah says he's the oldest when they're tackling each other in the living room because he's hitting him in the head and he's like, you better stop that. And then he's like, and then when they wrestle afterwards, he's like, yeah, that's why I'm still the older brother because he
0: gets him pinned down. Well, yeah, he says that to Angel. He doesn't say it to, he doesn't say that to Bobby. So he could be older than Angel but not older than Bobby. That's true. No, I think he's
1: the middle child and then jack would be the baby so angel would be like the second
0: yeah and that's jack i feel like really like fleshes out that role as the baby God, where he's man, like so just kind of tagging along the whole time like he it's he, like
2: when it's like when your mom says you have to take your little brother oh bro, yeah i feel with that all the whole time
0: <laughs> yeah exactly that's in jack like does that and garrett uh garrett headland does like portrays that so well he looks way different where, now yeah, than he did, he did well Oh, yeah. Fucking Garrett Hedlund looks fuckable now, but he had a (laughs) mullet in this movie, Avery. Looks fuckable now. (laughs) He had a fucking... I hate his mullet so much. Literally, like, right as this movie started, I was like, this is 2005. Why does this guy have a fucking mullet?
1: He's gonna pull that rocker off. (laughs) That
0: shit was so weird. I don't know why I hated it so much. Um and i also put on here that uh bobby seems like the only brother who doesn't want to deal with his mother's death which we already kind of like talked about that one um avery how did you feel about bobby like in general i don't know it's honestly it's a weird connection to me and that character
1: as you know bobby mercer because i've I've lived in the ghetto me and my brothers are really tight-knit like that because you know you got to kind of look out for each other and not be snitching on each other and kind of just be closer like that. So when I see him kind of being the glue in a sense, even though he's always away, they always look forward to him coming back. And I feel like that just connects very well with like his whole character and everything.
0: Okay. So I got I a can weird see that.
1: connection to it.
0: One uh one little bit of trivia that I wanted to hit you guys with that I think is Super hilarious when you really think about it is this one right here. Almost all of Mark Wahlberg's lines were improv or not that one were improvised. Um most of the teasing of Jack was improvised by Mark Wahlberg and Garrett (laughs) Headland. If you pay attention in this movie, ninety percent of the teasing is just Mark Wahlberg calling Jack gay that's like all the 2005 yeah oh yeah that's that's
1: how i pick on my brothers you i'm pretty you've heard me on the phone how i pick on my brother and he says the same shit right back call each other gay call each other fag call each other homo it it it, we were raised at a time when that was
0: you know a a tease i mostly just find that so funny because this (laughs) like how it's like mark Wahlberg improvised most of that and i'm like do, okay, wow, real, I'm not real, gonna...
1: real real good comeback. It's all yeah. just fairy exactly. half the time.
0: <laughs> like you're like, "Wow, he even he calls him a fairy when he's dying." Yeah, don't you Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's fucked
0: up. Yeah, when that's he did not, that, I was like, "You
1: know they're really really close cuz my brother was dying, I'd probably do the same thing honestly." <laughs> I'm not lying. I'd probably be like, don't you I die. Would me you i would haunt
2: you forever. Shake the shit out of him. If <laughs>
0: I'm not I'd lying. Hate that so much.
2: Shake the shit
0: out of yeah, him. The Hopefully last thing you say to your brother is call him a fairy. And that would be so
1: fucked up. I'm pretty sure my brother would say the same thing to me. He would be like, Don't you die on me, cocksucker, or something? And he'll shake the shit out of me. And I'm cool with <laughs> I that. I love this shake the <laughs> shit out of you, dude.
0: <laughs> so let's move on to Angel Mercer. Uh, Chase, how did you feel about Angel played by Tyrese Gibson?
2: I actually thought he did well. You know, which is kind of I guess because the only thing that I really know Tyrese Gibson from is Fast and the Furious and in that he kind of just plays like a similar character to this. That's
0: what I was going to say. It seems like Tyrese Gibson (laughs) just plays like this one character. But, he's, but it's
2: always a lovable character, you know? I, I loved Angel. I thought he was awesome.
0: Yeah, he's definitely, like... Where Jack is the younger brother, I would still say that Angel is, like, the heart of the group. Where they're, like, constantly kind of, like, bagging on him in little bits. And, like, the dynamic between his, like, girlfriend and him is constantly a joke throughout the <laughs> entire movie. And, like, Bobby's always bagging on him and his girlfriend. I... Yeah, I loved Angel Mercer a lot. I thought he was he was pretty great. And I love that, like, it's shown that he is goofy when he's around his brothers. But when he has to, he takes things very seriously. Like, when he's, like, investigating Jerry and when they're kind of out trying to get the guys who actually killed their mom, he actually becomes much more of a serious person. Yeah. And I like that a lot about him. Um, Avery, how did you feel about Angel?
1: Yeah, no, he was totally the heart. And he was just the one that they always, like, you know, goofed around with the most. But they knew, like, if he had to be alone, he could take care of himself. But, like, with Jack, they always, like, oh, you're going to tag along? But they kind of, in a sense, want him to tag along because they know he probably couldn't take care of himself. So, but I mean,
0: that's also kind of shown, like, in that scene where he's gone and they're like, shit, where did Jack go? Yeah. So when it came to,
1: like, Angel, they knew they can, like, goof on him and make him, like, tease him a bit without hurting his feelings but with jack i feel like they did it a little bit more in order to try to toughen him toughen him up a bit but with angel i knew they knew he know how to st- stand his ground and that he was kind of he was really the heart of most of that
2: i get that too because me and my me and my siblings kind of trash on the sib- on the on the one sibling that we all think she needs it a little <laughs> bit yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> needs it a
1: little bit. Uh, I do that Well, the a rest p- of us are all,
2: are all pretty hard headed, and <laughs> and can take it. But she really <laughs> could. She can now. And I feel like that's. That's that's our handiwork.
0: Yeah. You feel good about yourself. You're just like, yeah. Well, she's not a little bitch she, no now. More. She can
1: stand the world. She can go out there and you know, be like, ah, I've had worse. You guys can't do any worse. My brothers can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I also love that like his brothers know exactly who he is. Like they know everything about him. Even to the point where like he shows up and he's like, I'm gonna go. I need some air. And they're like, you're gonna go see your ex. And then he's like. No, I'm not. What, what, you can smell that what ass you, in
1: the air, huh? Down the street, huh?
0: <laughs> and Jeremiah's like, she has a boyfriend, and he's like, I'm not going to see her. And then this is when that like that visual storytelling <laughs> comes up again. Yeah. Literally <laughs> the next scene. Is fucking him and his <laughs> girlfriend fleeing her boyfriend as he fucking tries to murder them. As he's popping shots at them. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see more about
2: this boyfriend. He seemed pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He just... I love how, like, in most movies, it always takes two people. One to drive, one to shoot. This guy's like, I'm driving and shooting. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll kill this guy.
1: (laughs) He was super inaccurate, so he didn't kill nobody. Don't...
0: That's true. I mean, it seems like everyone in this neighborhood knows everyone. So you'd think he'd know who was with his girlfriend. He could go find Angel but if he actually gave a fuck.
1: Is he really gonna be willing to deal with the other three brothers on top of that?
0: Yeah, I was like, the
2: other Come three on. brothers are kind of, a de- or at least the at least Bobby's kind of a deterrent. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah's kind of a like a, a family man now, and I don't think anyone took Jack
0: seriously.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's why I got teased the most.
0: <laughs> yeah and i love when jack tries to be serious and he tries to rib on other people and like it doesn't really come across to the brothers like they don't find him that funny <laughs> at times like when they're uh when they track down um damien's like younger brother and he like touches his chain and he's like what is this aluminum the shit doesn't even spin and like he looks over <laughs> at is smiling and his brothers are just walking away they want to hear the joke they're like bro you-
1: Get out of here! Just like
2: shut up, Jack. <laughs> uh,
0: so since we're already on, Jack, what are your? How do you feel about Jack Chase? Is he? I I personally think he was probably think, the best acted. But
2: oh, a- absolutely! I think Garrett did the best. Uh, which actually, in this movie, because in the past few movies we're all talking shit. Like there's only like one like good actor. I think I think all three of the brothers, Jeremiah, Angel, and Jack. I think all three of them were really good. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just the other brother, not so Martin much. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that Garrett did a really good job in that death scene, like we were talking about Fuck. earlier, because we've already covered this death scene, I think, three or four times in we're this episode. It's it. so good, <laughs> but it was a really good death scene. Him screaming and like the spick, that I thought it was made just really me good. So angry. It was just really good. Fuck. And and he and he and you were talking about this earlier, Vaughn. He did really good job of like just seeming like the brother that they had to tag or that had to tag along
0: yeah yeah um i personally like the thing i love most about jack was that kind of like he seemed like a lovable poser like he he was posing as a badass and he was he was making himself out to be like his brothers because they seemed to be like in a sense role models for him because he wanted to be hard like they were but he fell so short of that And they like, they constantly kind of like in their own way try to keep him away from the action while berating him. So that's why they give him like the tire iron. That's why they say he can hold the gas can. They're like trying to keep their brother away from the action, seemingly. While like Bobby doesn't hesitate to give Angel a gun and he takes one himself. He can Which again
2: is the role of the older brothers is to kind of keep him away from this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I really love Jack. Uh, Avery, how did you feel about Jack Mercer?
1: I I really liked his character overall, and he really reminds me of younger brother. When we're like, man, just go home, Get the fuck out of here, you know what you're doing. And then he tags along anyways. We're like, okay, you can do something. Just stand here and don't move. <laughs> just here, hold this. Just hold, hold this. Just drive the car. Yeah, just drive not the even car. that. It's like here, just hold this tissue. Don't move basically but yeah no this he, tissue. <laughs> he just keep out the way because you know you want him to be part of the dumb shit you're doing but at the same time you don't want him to get hurt and when i saw like the death scene every time i see this movie and i see the death scene i get really upset because i put like what if one of my brothers were getting shot and that shit went down i it just makes me angry i don't know And it's
0: also like they spend half of this movie keeping him protected. Keeping him away from everything and then he's the one who dies. Which I feel is so much more impactful because it was Jack than it being like Jeremiah would have been somewhat impactful because he has a family but he's not very, he's not seen all that often. And like Bobby and Angel, we're kind of expecting them to get fucked up because they're constantly doing shit to get themselves into trouble. But like jack being the one who dies is like that's that's kind of how it's fitting though yeah exactly yeah. like he kind of had to be the one who died to spur because on it'd be this the, hatred it'd be the one that like because like if angel
2: died you'd be like yeah he put in a lot of work he he kind of deserved—I don't want to say he deserved it, like—but you know, he kind of deserved it. But it was Jack, the guy that really didn't do a whole like lot of bad things, was just kind of there with his brother. That was a
1: surprise, you know, because if, like you said, if Angel or Bobby died, it's kind of like, well, they kind of were asking for it, you know, they were riding a very thin line, and you know, it caught up to yeah. them. But with Jack, he was like, dude, he was just tagging along; he didn't really get too much deep into it.
0: And I feel like following, I just remembered this following Jack's death is the only time I've ever seen Mark Wahlberg do any sort of good dramatic acting where he goes to that driver that's sitting in the like van and he's like, who sent you? Was it Victor Sweet? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, thank God. And Bobby's like, thank God. Like, he's like, you just, he says something along the lines of like, you killed my brother and my mother He's like, don't thank God. And then he like fucking guns that guy thank down. Think Victor's sweet. Bah. Yeah. That was, yeah, like, that was a
1: real gangster moment on that one.
0: That was the only time where I'm like, okay, Mark Wahlberg, he can act uh, like 1% out of all of his <laughs> movies. <laughs> um, so let's move on to Jeremiah Mercer, played by Andre Benjamin or Andre 3000. How did you feel about him, Chase?
2: Uh, I think he was really good. I, 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 Again, it's it's... It's hard to like say he did bad because I think he was just playing the role that he was given, you know. Yeah. He's given the 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 he may have been the oldest brother. It's I I'm pretty sure it was Bobby, but but you know, he still played that like older brother well.
0: Yeah, and he the, he the played older like brother the responsible brother. That, like,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The responsible older brother that like kind of you know, didn't really want this to happen, but it, uh, unfortunately it did.
0: Yeah, and I also love that like you might think that oh like jeremiah isn't seen very much in this movie and he's not really a part of it but that is like part of the persona of jeremiah where he like he has a family and he doesn't want to be a part of this like revenge plot he just wants to live his life and i love that so much about him um avery how do you feel about jeremiah mercer uh i felt like he was trying to get
1: out of it and trying to keep his brothers out of it. Like when he mentioned like, oh, y'all stick around. I'll Give you asses a job. You know, he kept trying to make something instead of just being a little hood rat. That's
0: yeah. And felt. it's also like it's also pointed out that in it uh, that Jeremiah has had trouble in the past. Like he was just as like kind of a troublemaker as they were. But then he got out. He got a family. He now has like a family. He owns his own business. He's trying to really make something of his life, and I found that I I did like that a lot. And even then, like he tried to make something of his life, and then that old life that he tried to get out of kind of crept back in when Victor Sweet tries to take advantage of him and like extort him. And Jeremiah refuses. He shows that he's like he's actually grown up and he is responsible. He's not like. he he under and i guess in a sense he also shows that he learns from his quote-unquote mistakes when he then tries to pay off victor Sweet because he's like he ruined my life but this is the only way that i can actually like go on living which i which was weird but also definitely made sense um so, we kind of already talked about Victor Sweet. I wanted to ask you guys about Lieutenant Green, played by Terrence Howard. Uh, Chase, how did you feel about Lieutenant Green? He kind of, like, rarely shows up, but I do still feel like he's an interesting character. I think that,
2: again, he was good, you know? Um, I don't really have any complaints. He, I mean, it's unfortunate that he had to get fucking gunned down by his own, like, teammate. Yeah. But... <laughs>
0: yeah and he's so surprised by it after he gets shot he's like laying on the ground he's like you shot me and then he shoots him like two more times that shit was pretty that was pretty terrence howard is a pretty good actor He sold like most of this stuff something i did find kind of weird about it though is that like you always saw lieutenant green and detective fowler out together but then like uh, in the few scenes where Detective Fowler kind of comes up as possibly being a dirty cop, then he's just surprisingly not around. But that's I'm, I'm not criticizing it because of that. I just thought that was weird for the most part. I, th- I feel like if, if
2: you have a, uh, a, a partner, like it, it'd be kind of hard to hide the fact that you're a dirty cop from them.
0: Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that it's seemingly hidden so well. But even it's not even hidden that well. He's straight up an asshole the whole time oh yeah like he even like in the beginning he starts to bag on evelyn mercer he's like if she's such a saint how did she raise like four pieces of shit basically yeah, and then
2: <laughs> and then he goes and then he goes without her or he goes uh they're congressmen compared to what they would have been
0: yeah it's it's some crazy shit uh every how did you feel about lieutenant green
1: i felt like he was a I don't. I don't know how to explain it. He was like the cop that was doing his job, but at the same time, he knew street justice had to be served in its own way because the police weren't going to do shit about it either way because it was the ghetto. Nobody cares. So I felt like he did take the brothers' side, and he he didn't really necessarily cover stuff up, but he didn't really. He kind of always turned a blind eye because he knew the brothers were going to do, I would say, in a sense, good.
0: Yeah, it does seem like he's like I. Cause he I get what you mean by necessarily. Like, he well. understood what was happening, yeah. but he just didn't understand what was happening with his own goddamn partner. Yeah, he yeah, really he blind. he knows these Mercer brothers so well, and he knows exactly what they did. But it's so weird that he like doesn't see anything in Fowler. He's just like the snake in the grass. He just doesn't well, see. Well, with at the all.
1: guy with the Mercer kids, like he, like even it alluded to them, like him knowing them growing up because they probably were in the yeah. system a lot growing up. And he probably knew they probably were in there for good, decent reasons. Like, why'd you beat why Bobby beat somebody's ass? Because he stole from a store or something, you know? Like the the brothers had like more of a rebel without a cause kind of vibes to most of them.
0: Yeah, it's kind of. weird. And then weird. they got a cause. Yeah, rebel without a cause. It, yeah. They like, in a sense, kind of intimate that Bobby did actually have this more like honorable spirit in the beginning when he first shows up and he's like i'm back to do the job that you guys refuse to do and i i found that kind of interesting about bobby is like i don't know that they they knew he was there uh i guess nah never mind it doesn't matter like i'm reading into it more than what i what i should (laughs) be you guys want to hear some weird fucking trivia yeah all right so let's let's go to one thing that i find so fucking weird there were plans for a sequel. What do you guys think it would be titled?
2: Three Brothers.
0: Nope. Avery, what do you think it would be titled? One Brother, One Cop? Mm. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> this is a sequel to a movie called Four Brothers, where one of the brothers died. Four Brothers and then Part the sequel, Two, <laughs> Nope. They wanted to call it Five Brothers. What? I don't know how you do that. Because the of them well, is, this is dead. a
1: different story. I don't see how they're gonna do it.
0: I don't know. That's the yeah. Thing. They're gonna
2: introduce like, oh, this is our this is our other brother Twice that no removed. one ever talked about in the first movie.
0: Yeah, like it turned out that Evelyn Mercer actually did have children. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're like, in a sense, her legitimate children, and they're her like illegitimate children. That's just so weird. I found that so odd. That's um, dumb. I'm glad they didn't do a sequel. <laughs> uh, one bit of the trivia is kind of weird. Like, three of the brothers are played by musicians: Mark Wahlberg, which I literally had no idea that apparently Mark Wahlberg was a musician. Uh, Tyrese oh, yeah, Gibson, he a
1: boy band, didn't he?
0: No. And yeah. Andre Benjamin all are actually I, apparently his like musician name was Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark and the Funky Bones
1: Yeah, that's what it was. He did was terrible.
0: <laughs> it's so weird um and then ironically it says on here garrett headland is an actor turned musician um all of the snow seen in the movie including the falling snow is real i was actually pretty surprised by that I thought most of that was not.
2: Wow, this movie actually has some real trivia.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This one is actually good trivia. I was like, okay, okay, I like it. Um, Ethan Hawke, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck all turned down the parts of Bobby. Ethan Hawke loved the script but could not commit because of scheduling conflicts. And Matt Damon and Ben Affleck both said no because they found the script to be ultra violent. I did not find it to be ultra violent. I honestly thought that it could have been Ethan
2: Hawke would have been badass.
0: I like Ethan Hawke a lot. I think he would have yeah, been me great. Too. I think anybody but Mark Wahlberg could have done this better. <laughs> um, I don't know his hair, though. I think Mark Wahlberg's slick back
1: hair makes it, I don't know. Yeah, It worked. It fucking, works really well.
0: There are people that have done that later on that it looks so much better. Like uh, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal has had that same haircut in a different movie where he plays a cop, and it looks so much better because he's yeah. just a sexier person. I'm sorry marky mark um (laughs) the shot of the mother being killed was altered originally a big cloud of blood flew out of evelyn uh john singleton thought that would have been badass yeah thought this would be too much for the audience to handle i think that that should have happened just to like make you hate victor sweet and these murders more i guess um Uh, The brother's house was shot in a gritty neighborhood of Hamilton, Ontario, uh, an industrial city near Toronto. It nearly burned down shortly after shooting finished. That's not surprising considering how much fucking gas they dumped on stuff. (laughs) (laughs) That's real gas? What the hell, guys? We're going to kill somebody. (laughs) I thought that was water. (laughs) Um. Ma- Apparently Mark Wahlberg liked the script so much he signed on before there was a director. He shouldn't have. He should have just passed. Why is he an should've actor? He
2: left it to someone else.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> oh my god. Uh I'm trying to find some good ones cuz there are like other ones where it's like uh, in the bar scene where they're supposed to be drinking whiskey they're they're just drinking concentrated apple juice.
2: Okay, well no shit. Mm. Yeah, that's
0: that's pretty normal. Um Mark Wahlberg's line "They killed cornbread" is a reference to the film *Cornbread, Earl and Me* from 1975. <laughs> what I don't know. <laughs> uh, for the Mercer House shootout, there were over 450 squibs rigged throughout the house, all no of which way. resulted in the debris and glass fla- falling on actors. Really? That's no way. A- I
1: could never imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were using real. people. using for- force fields to keep themselves
0: clean, the entire shots like. Come on, there's no way debris
1: <laughs> could have touched them. You're lying.
0: Um, <laughs> Garrett Headland's tattoos took two hours to apply. They were not that Jesus impressive. Goodness. I don't know why yeah, they, they took two hours. they were not impressive. <laughs> um, the the frozen lake scene was shot on uh, Lake Simcoe, north of Toronto. Let's try to find some really good ones. I didn't. I didn't
2: realize how many movies were were shot in. Uh, in Canada, yeah, because they
0: get huge tax breaks. That's also why they do it in uh, Texas as well. I Gotta guess keep the healthcare Interesting. free. Interesting. Yeah, like most <laughs> of the CW shows, I guess, are shot in Toronto. Yeah.
2: Um, it's also a very beautiful city,
1: so mm. yeah, it's yeah. aesthetically pleasing.
0: Yeah. Um. There's never any mention of Bobby having a girlfriend or a job. John Singleton wanted Bobby to be a stripped down as, as stripped down as possible. Uh, Sophie, Sophia Vergara, I don't know how to say her name, uh, was originally written for an Asian actress.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It would not have worked with an Asian actress. The Latin fire was so good in that movie. Especially because he calls her, like, La Vida
0: Loca all the time. I'm honestly, I, I really wonder if, like, Bobby ever actually calls her her name. 'Cause every time he seems to refer to her, he just calls her like your girl your or, ex, or La yeah, Vida yeah, Loca. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so weird. Um Brad Pitt and Vin Diesel both considered uh were both considered for the role of Bobby Mercer. Definitely would have done better on both. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel barely and, knows and how Vin to do it. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Vin Diesel's
2: not a powerful actor <laughs> either. <laughs> he stays um, with
0: one face and one
1: voice just like this the whole movie.
0: i think it would
2: have been kind of uh stoic though
0: yeah yeah it would have had that like that that kind of quality that you were talking about of like that boys don't cry like kind of uh the older brother doesn't want to show this kind of like sense of weakness vin diesel could have put that across
2: and vin diesel is actually physically imposing
0: yeah yeah oh my god okay so i'm sorry this is not about this movie but I have to tell you guys to watch Extraction on Netflix. Uh, it stars Chris Hemsworth. Oh, is that out? I saw I an ad for it. Yeah, it came out today. He fucks oh. people up. He's like, I'm, I never saw an say ad and I was he like, has oh, that super strength, but I swear to God, he's supposed to have super strength. He's like wrecking people down. He's he's Thor, man. He picks people's bodies up with like one hand at times and throws them. I mean, them. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> you, um, the, the car chase scene was mapped out using hot wheels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Denzel Washington was actually in talks to, uh, do the role of Victor sweet. I think I like the actor that they chose for Victor sweet, yeah. especially because like, I, I like him in his, uh, role as a villain in, uh, serenity, the firefly movie from like the early two thousands. But I don't know. I feel like they just did Victor sweet dirty by making him like. Such a repulsive character. Like, he, he wasn't he repulsive kind of was. because he was a villain. He was just repulsive because he was, like, gross. He like, he was power. constantly he was talking one about one how one he's going to fuck other people's chicks and stuff. It was, like, really uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's what it was because he just went power mad. It was a dude mad with power.
0: Yeah.
2: Th- oh, shit. We just said,
1: like, the
0: same Basically, thing. Basically, yeah. <laughs> the word fuck is used 62 times throughout the movie. Holy fuck. Wow. <laughs>
2: I feel like that is actually kind of (laughs) light. Yeah,
0: I'm surprised. Uh, Jeremy Renner was considered for the role of Bobby. I love that. Oh, that
2: would have been badass. All of this
0: trivia is not anyone else. There's not a single other person being considered for another role other than Bobby. And somehow Bobby was the only one that fucking sucked. What the hell? So annoying. Well, if they would have had that fucking (laughs)
2: Jeremy Renner with his endgame haircut bro.
0: Betty White was considered for the role of Evelyn Mercer. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my God. I think the the actress that did Evelyn Mercer was really, really good. She seemed super yeah. motherly. She really did.
0: I swear to God, if I see another one that says somebody better than Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Bobby Mercer, I'm gonna kill myself. Because this one, Bradley Cooper was considered for the role of Bobby Mercer. Jesus you can fuck Christ. off. Right now, I'm so stuck. <laughs> oh, actually, no. Uh... Um Laren's Tate, Lorenz Tate. I don't know how to say his name. Uh turned down the role of Jeremiah. Okay. Oh, we finally got another one. Okay. Okay. Um let's move to some of the like other ones. Uh when Jack is shot in the legs, Garrett Headland actually fell into the telephone pole, hitting his head after the second take his head was bleeding. Oh, snap. Inter-
1: yeah. Interesting. Oh, poor guy. Hopefully he's okay. I wonder if he survived the head he died. <laughs> he died.
0: <laughs> In the first draft of the screenplay, none of the brothers die. In the second draft, Jack is killed. The screenwriters thought that this would add uh, more of an intense dislike to Victor, of uh, Victor Sweet, and more emotional state for the rest of the brothers. Yeah, except for Bobby. Um, the rosie, the the rosary that Bobby is wearing when he goes to the lake is actually Jack's. Uh, you can see Jack wearing it throughout. Um, the shootout which I actually didn't like I didn't really notice that and finding that out I was like that actually kind of like I don't know built up that scene for me because we never really talked about that end scene where one did Bobby walk all the way there because that's pretty far he walks to this frozen lake
2: they fucking lost their His car, like halfway through the movie, so
0: you'd assume that he walked all the way there.
2: Where's your car? I didn't see it out front.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's like, We parked it at Jeremiah's, and then seemingly they don't follow up on that. His car is just gone the rest of the movie, (laughs) and these cops just don't say shit about it. It's so weird. But that, like, that ending, like, fight scene was cool up until Bobby punches Victor Sweet in the kidney, and Victor Sweet has, like, this weird look on his face where he seems like (laughs) it's like he had just bitten into something sour. It's so weird. And he's "Ah, also like, yeah, and he's also like, it looks like he's like, why would you punch me in the kidney right after Victor Sweet had just kicked Bobby Mercer in the balls? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he likes. This is so weird. And
1: when he when this uh, when his handship grabs him, get back in there, bitch. <laughs> was
2: <laughs> Was Bobby Mercer a boxer? Did they bring that up? I don't know. I they, they say he's the true. heavyweight
0: I, asshole, but I don't think that actually meant he was a boxer. Uh, I I feel like I also heard
2: something about like golden gloves, but I'm not sure. Yeah, somebody like uh, makes I guess a he, joke he, or something. He was like it. a goon in hockey though.
1: So
0: yeah, that's what I was gonna say is that he beat people up in hockey all the time. He so. likes brawling. Um, he got
2: he got suspended like twenty three games out of twenty five or something like that.
0: <laughs> um, for the scene in which Jack is shot, Garrett Headland wore more than ten squids in his legs. The final cut only four are seen going off. So seemingly he gets shot five times: once in the chest and four in the legs. They're like
1: if we do all so ten, to get shot. We, ten we times. fear you yeah. may lose both your legs because they're
0: kind of strong. But we'll see what happens <laughs> in
1: the you know in the scene.
0: so where do you guys want to rank this movie um i'm not saying that i've been campaigning behind the scenes to put it at two but i've absolutely been doing that okay
1: i want to put it at one this is one of my more than like out of most of mark Wahlberg's movie i really like this one i like the cast
0: mark Wahlberg was don't know if i
2: enjoyed it more than ted 2 though That's where I'm sitting Mm. at. I
0: mean, yeah, you could feel free to also put it at number three, as long as we have to move everything down. No, absolutely (laughs) fine, you bitch. This is a conspiracy.
1: (laughs) What What if we just move
2: the other guys down to four, Ted down to five, and put that in there right now? Um. Or I mean, if you guys want it too, you, you guys. I mean. I mean this is a democracy, so where do you guys want it? You both want it at one? I'm we can put it at one Oh
0: I definitely don't want it at one. I definitely don't you want it. You don't want it at, it at one. one. I would okay. I would put it at I don't like Ted two. <laughs> but I well, would Avery, be where really, do you want
2: it?
1: I kinda want it near one, but I'm okay with One or two? It to two?
2: Okay. So that would move Ted down to three or Ted two down to or three. Or I could
1: move Ted two down up to one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay.
0: No,
2: I don't think we're gonna do. Or what? what, I have to kind of
0: skimp on this bit. I'm sorry. I think this movie should be number one. I think it's better than like these other movies. Yeah. I really just want to kick Spencer (laughs) Confidential on the list.
2: If you guys think it's number one, then we'll put it number one. one.
1: Fuck. I was okay compromising and dropping it to two, but I really like this movie.
2: I, I didn't, and I, okay, I think it's a better movie than Ted 2. I just didn't enjoy it as much as Ted 2, but I think number one's a fair spot for it.
0: Yeah. Okay, number one it is. We have uh, four brothers at number one. We have Ted 2 at number 2. We have the other guys at number 3. We have Ted at number 4. Then we've got 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 completely free. And Spencer Confidential at number 10. I'm telling you right now, Avery, I'm coming for it. And we are going to eliminate Spencer Confidential. I will keep it afloat
1: as much as possible. My legs will look (laughs) muscular from trying to lift this list.
0: (laughs) Uh, So next week... Do you guys want to watch the happening?
2: Huh? I'm totally hey? down for that. Sure, let's watch the happening.
0: Okay, I like how we did. She started this off with, "We're gonna mix it with some of ours and some of these critical darlings, but most of them are just pieces of shit." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this ha- is
2: the this is the definitive top ten. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the the movies that you definitely should watch with Mark Wahlberg. That's why Spencer <laughs> Confidential needs to be kicked off this list. <laughs> no. that's the end of this episode thanks everyone so much for watching uh make sure you guys chat with us outside the show if you'd like to you can follow me vaughn at hide legion on twitter you can follow chase what is your twitter handle
2: (laughs) uh chase hopkins underscore
0: okay and avery what is yours my name is avery varilla at azir flame avery okay and then the podcast twitter handle has officially changed through to thick podcast T H I C C C C. Yeah, we got that one We got it I don't know how we did But we got it
2: We thick I'm especially (laughs) surprised surprised
0: by it Mostly because There is a podcast Actually called The Thick Podcast
2: (laughs) And uh, we got it Yeah We some
1: big boys
0: We're gonna (laughs) hold on to that Like how uh, Ninja has talked about How somebody had The Twitch handle Ninja For the longest time And he wanted it And he had to like Wait for years to get it Thick Podcast is going to want Thick Podcast on Twitter, and we're not going to give it to him. We're going <laughs> to hold on to it. They're like, it's "Well, this not- is going
2: to become a media empire." So
0: yeah, they're like, "That's not even how you spell yours." And we're like, "We'll change it. We'll change everything. We're keeping we'll cha- it.
2: We'll change the whole system.
0: <laughs> we'll be Thick Podcast number two, just to keep it." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it for
2: the this thi- episode. The, the the definitive Thick Podcast. Super Ooh.
1: thick, super chunk. <laughs>
0: oh lord, he coming. I a thick old boy. (laughs) Uh, Next week, we are going to be uh, reviewing and ranking The Happening, definitely Mark Wahlberg's best movie. I'm just saying.
2: (laughs) We'll see what happens. His facial
0: expressions, that one, can't wait. Okay, he talks to a plant, but that was definitely supposed to be that way. (laughs) That's it for this episode. Thanks everyone so much for watching. And you'll listen to us next week, I guess. I was going to say we'll see you next week, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. So.